Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Interactive Podcast. I'm your host, Angela Racine. Alright, so I am super excited for this episode. I feel like I'm going to have a lot of really good tips and advice to give you guys. But of course, before we get into it, y'all know the drill. I'm going to do a quick little catch up for you guys. I don't really have too much to catch you guys up on, but I still have a couple points I wanted to chat about. So my first thing is I wanted to talk about how I have just been a fucking chef recently. I'm a cooking genius. I'm starting my own TV show. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But recently, this past week, I've just been making really yummy home-cooked meals for dinner. And normally, I like to keep my meals super simple and basic because I usually don't have a lot of time or, you know, it's um, I'm packing meals for work or between class. And honestly, too, with tracking, it gets complicated when I'm measuring out a ton of different ingredients. So I just like to stick to the basics and focus on my macros. However, I was kind of in a cooking mood this week. And so my boyfriend had been hanging out at my apartment a lot and I wanted to show him, you know, like, I'm a good cook, I'm wifey, all that stuff. (laughs) So I made a couple of our favorite meals. Monday night, I made us this creamy orzo dish and it was absolutely delicious so both of us really love lemon so I made us this creamy lemon spinach parmesan orzo and it was chef's kiss so delicious then the other day I made um this tortellini recipe and it's this like creamy cheese again lemon breadcrumb roasted zucchini like tortellini recipe and It's this recipe from HelloFresh, and I've never tried HelloFresh before, but my boyfriend's mom always orders the boxes a lot, so she gets a lot of her recipes from there, and she made it for us once, and it was delicious. Like, oh my goodness, this pasta dish was to die for. So I had her send me over the recipe, and I tried it myself. It was so good. Oh my goodness. I wish that I did um, a video on this podcast so I can show you all the pictures that I took of it. I'm getting like so hungry right now thinking about it, but those were two absolutely delicious pasta dishes I made. And then last night I went back to the basics. If y'all remember, this was like trendy on TikTok, like those salmon bowls that were going around, you know? So I made us salmon bowls yesterday. I just did jasmine rice. I marinated the salmon with coconut minos and then this sesame ginger like dressing marinade. And I just popped them in the air fryer, super easy. So I put those with the jasmine rice. I had shredded carrots, diced cucumber, and then I added some more sauteed zucchini because I am just absolutely loving zucchini recently. And then I topped it off with sesame seeds. And oh, like I said, I'm just getting so hungry thinking about it. I've been on my cooking wave. I'm just such wifey material, guys. I can't help it. (laughs) But honestly, I was teasing my boyfriend yesterday because he was like, oh my goodness, like, why are you cooking for us so much recently? And honestly, on Sunday when I went grocery shopping, I decided to shop by recipe instead of just buying, like, random ingredients so I can actually, you know, put them together into a a really good meal. And so that's why, honestly, I've been cooking more just because I actually bought all the ingredients for it. But also, I remember a little while back, my boyfriend was, like, teasing me, and he wasn't being serious, but he was like, 
I'm low-key a better cook than you. Like, I make complicated meals. You don't make complicated meals, blah, blah, blah. So, like, I kind of just wanted to prove to him, like, mm -hmm, I can cook. And it's safe to say he was thoroughly impressed. So I'm really happy that he liked my cooking because that makes me happy. Anyway, I'm just a cooking god. What can I say? <laughs> Another thing that I am getting back into, believe it or not, is golfing. So, again, my boyfriend loves golfing when it's nice out. He went through this huge golf kick last summer. He was working at a golf course. He was golfing basically every day. I don't know. His little obsession. <laughs> so, this week, um, it's been absolutely beautiful outside. Oh, my goodness. The UV is literally, like, 8 right now. I'm actually pulling up my weather app right now. Yeah, the UV is 8. It was, oh, my gosh, it is 86 degrees in for New England in the beginning of April, April, that is unheard of. So like this is beautiful weather. Everyone is so happy. Everyone's laying out, going for walks, just absorbing the sunshine and fresh air. And my boyfriend's been golfing a lot more recently too because it's so nice out. So I decided to tag along with him on Monday and actually play the nine holes. And like low key, I'm not bad <laughs> for someone who like I think I've golfed maybe, like, four times, if I'm being honest. <laughs> like, not many times at all. I like the driving range, but I normally don't do the holes just because I'm, like, not that good. But I was low-key not bad. I mean, like, in novice terms, right? Like, I was definitely shanking a lot of my shots, and I don't know how to, like, wedge them up in the air and do all the technical things, but, like, I was hitting the ball. It was moving. It was not bad, so... I definitely had a lot of fun golfing and I feel like that might be something that I definitely take up more this summer because it's always fun to find, you know, hobbies that are outdoors and the course that's near us at school honestly is super cheap so it's not a big like investment whatsoever and like I said, it's fun, you get to walk around, enjoy the sunshine so maybe, maybe I'll tag along a bit more. I like, I almost like don't want to admit it to him because he's such like an I told you so person because I was like hating on golf last year and now he's gonna be like oh see I told you it was fun but like whatever I'll I'll admit defeat on that one <laughs> switching gears a little bit actually speaking of being active um I don't know what is going on but I have been so weak in my lifts recently like I don't know what it is but I'm just like not moving weight like I'm close to the weights, like, the sets and reps that I normally do with the weight that I normally hit, but, like, I'm just so fatigued in my workouts. Yesterday and today, yesterday I was benching. Normally I can do a couple working sets of 95, bump it up to 100 or 105, and, like, get a couple reps out, but I did one set of 95, and it was such a struggle. And then today I was squatting, and I normally go up to, like, 135, 145, which I understand aren't crazy numbers by any means, but um, squatting is something that I've definitely struggled with, with a mental block, and then, like, fixing my form and everything. But today I was just stuck at 95. Like, I wasn't stuck. I definitely could have gone for it, but I just wasn't feeling... I wasn't feeling it. I was, like, so out of it. I felt so fatigued, so weak, just, like, tired. And I don't know what it was. I couldn't tell if it's if it was because I wasn't having a lot of caffeine before my lift, or if I wasn't having a lot of carbs before, or maybe I'm just, like, not sleeping well. I don't know, but we'll see how the rest of this week goes. 
I actually don't know if I'm going to be able to work out for the next few days because I'm visiting my sister. She goes to school in the state next to me and she's not too far away. So I figured I haven't had the chance to visit her yet this year and the semester is almost over. So why not visit her? So it's currently Thursday. Actually, right after I finish up this podcast, I am heading straight to her and then I'm spending the weekend there. I think I'm coming back probably on Sunday and I'm super excited. I've only ever visited my sister once before and it was her freshman year and it was definitely a lot of fun. I think I only stayed for, um, I want to say it was just one night. I only remember being there for one night. So I'm excited that I'm going to be there for a couple days. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to go out, you know, hang out, do our thing. So I'm excited for that. Super, super fun. But like I said, I don't know if I will be able to go to the gym just because she isn't too big into it. I don't want to like drag her there every day. I also don't know if I'm going to be able to use her school's rec center. So I'll see when I get there. I'm still packing my gym clothes just in case, but maybe it's what I need. Maybe I need just a couple extra rest days, a deload week, something like that to restart my lifts. Also, I have been on my TikTok grind, you guys. I know my TikTok, I never really promote it on my podcast. and It's not in my link tree, but it is Angela.Racine on TikTok if you want to check me out. I've been posting at least two videos a day and I could see that it's like slow and steady, consistent growth. And I'm really happy with where I'm at in TikTok right now. I feel like my Instagram has been super frustrating recently because my reels and my posts, I feel like are just getting no reach, no engagement. I don't know what's up because like, I haven't changed anything about how I approach my account, which maybe I should be. I've been trying to do less reels because I feel like photo posts are definitely getting promoted more than reels at the moment, but I don't know. My followers have been at a standstill. I'm not getting engagement. I'm not like getting a lot of views on my posts, and it's kind of a silly thing for me to complain about, I feel like, because I understand that it's not that deep for deep for people, but it's just like my lifting account makes me so happy and I love inspiring people and spreading good messages and building a community and I just want to see more of that so that's why I've been I mean obviously I've still been on my grind on Instagram nothing has changed there but I've been really happy with my TikTok I feel like it's very consistent like I said nothing crazy but it's just fun and I feel like I'm slowly getting back into learning how to use TikTok because like There was a period, like a long period where I just did not use it whatsoever. I'm still not really the type to scroll on TikTok, if I'm being honest. I have not touched my For You page in like years, (laughs) but I like looking up um, certain creators or my friends and just watching those. So it's been fun for me. I don't know. I've been liking TikToks. Speaking of social media, I don't know. And this is my last um, little catch up I'll do before I jump into the episode, but I don't know if you guys have heard of this new app yet, but it's called Lemon 8, like the letter 8, and I think it is so cute. I just downloaded it a couple hours ago. I only made one post so far, but it kind of reminds me of like Pinterest meets Instagram. It's very artsy. It's very like bold, you know, lettering, like a lot of text on your posts and like little details and it's just like very bright and aesthetic and I think it's super cute it's kind of a lifestyle app where it focuses on um 
wellness and food and beauty and travel and I really like that so I'm really interested to see how it takes off and where it goes from here if I'm being honest I feel like this could definitely get become something big right so that's why I'm eager to get into it early because I really want to see where it takes me and I don't know I'm just excited to figure it out see how the algorithm works see what kind of posts people like and see where it goes it's fun on that note like I said that is all I have for my little catch-up let's jump right into the episode so as you guys saw by the title this is going to be the ultimate beginner guide to lifting So I'm going to touch on tips on how to start, what you should focus on, workout ideas, split ideas, um, all that good stuff. So starting with tips on how to start going to the gym. So I understand that joining a gym, stepping foot into a gym, if you have never been to one, it is extremely intimidating. And I understand that. But my number one tip with how to join is you really just have to jump into it, okay? If you keep pushing it off and you keep saying, I'll start in the new year or I'll start when school ends or I'll start, you know, this month, I'll start later. There's always going to be a million reasons why you quote unquote can't start now, but you just have to jump into it. okay? because no matter what, there's always going to be excuses, right? Life isn't going to pause. Life isn't going to give you this beautiful grand opening of now is the perfect time. You just have to jump into it. okay? excuse me. Oh, my goodness. Week however many of me being congested (laughs) as usual but before you do join a gym definitely do your research on gyms in your area okay you want to pick a gym that works for you and although at first you might think what it's just it's just a gym I'm sure they all have the same equipment well not really okay a lot of gyms are most gyms are targeted towards a specific audience right so Some gyms might be very powerlifting focused and they have all the old school iron equipment. There's um, those big, heavy iron plates. They don't, um, you know, there's grunting, loud music, slamming of the weights, like that kind of environment. Then there could be a, um, a family focused gym, right? Kind of like a YMCA where it doesn't have a lot of crazy equipment and has the basic machines. Maybe they have a lot of cardio. It's focused towards being friendly with each other, you know easing into it a good place to maybe start for you right then there might be you know student rec centers or um student like younger people focused gyms where you see a lot of high schoolers a lot of college kids you know those all the boys are you know kind of grunting around they come in herds that kind of thing you really want to find a gym that you feel comfortable in because if you don't feel comfortable then you're not going to want to go right so If you are just starting off and you have never been to a gym in your life, maybe don't start at a bodybuilding gym or a powerlifting gym where there's, it's very competition focused and people are, you know, grunting and they're deadlifting 600 pounds and they have loud heavy metal music playing and like rap and all that stuff going on. If you need to start somewhere like a YMCA or like a Planet Fitness, that is completely okay. That is, you can do a couple months there and then change your mind, right? You are not forced to stay at any specific gym just because that's the one you start at. For me personally, I started at my school's rec center because that's what was accessible to me. And then eventually I got a membership at Planet Fitness and then I moved on to the gym I'm at now, right? So you are going to jump around, but to start, just find somewhere you're comfortable starting. 
a way that you can look around and test out different gyms is by going and asking for a tour. So most gyms offer free tours. I actually can't think of any gym that doesn't offer a free tour. Um, you just walk up right to the desk. You say, hey, I'm looking at gyms in the area. I'm trying to see what's a good fit for me. Could you please give me a tour of the place? And they would be more than happy to. A lot of gyms also offer free passes, whether it's a free day pass, a free week pass. If they don't offer free passes, gyms also offer um, day passes. They range anywhere from 10 to 20 bucks. And you know what? Even though you're only going to be there for one or two hours, again, I feel like it's really worth it in investing in those day passes to find the perfect gym for you. All right, so let's say you've looked around your area, you tried out a couple gyms, and you finally found your gym. Once you do find a gym that works for you, start looking up workouts and making a plan, okay? So if you've never been to the gym before, you wanna you don't want to just walk in and stand there and say, okay, I'm here, what do I do, right? Because then you're going to be intimidated and you're going to want to leave, you know? I know for me, I always need to go into a gym with a workout plan or else I'm just walking around aimless, aimlessly and I'm like, oh gosh, what do I do? Everyone's looking at me. Like, even though that's not the case, no one's paying attention to you, you know, it could, it could kind of feel like that sometimes. And I understand that. So make sure before you start going into the gym, when you're at home, look up workouts online to follow, okay? A great way to do this is looking at um, people that you look up to online. Maybe you want to follow one of their workouts. I know I have a lot of workouts on my page. I have swipe workouts. I have reels. I have the workouts in my caption. If you need something to follow, feel free to look on my Instagram page at AngelaR.fit. I have a lot of workout ideas for you, okay? You could also find podcasts that give a lot of knowledge around working out, like my own, that you're listening to right now. (laughs) One that I also, I know I talk about it a lot, but I highly, highly recommend is the Mind Pump podcast. Mind, M-I-N-D, Pump, P-U-M-P. Sal, Adam, and Justin, and Doug, they're just so knowledgeable in all things health and fitness, and I really think that they have a lot of good knowledge that they spread, and they have a lot of free knowledge as well, and not just only do they have their podcast, but they sell workout programs and workout guides online. Before I say anything more about this, be very careful with what workout programs you're deciding to invest in and spend your money on, because most of them are scams and most of them aren't really going to give you results a lot of them can make false claims or just not be as beneficial as you may think they are but if you're someone where you feel most comfortable following a workout plan definitely i would recommend their mind pump programs i think they call them their maps programs m-a-p-s so if you want a program definitely check them out if you want to learn more knowledge from them go find them but definitely make sure you're making a plan before you go into the gym so you feel like you're more sure of yourself. And even before that, do a lap around the gym. Get a feel for where things are. See where the yoga mats are. See if they have a turf where the at is, where the machines are, free weights, cardio. Get comfortable. You know, you're, you're allowed to take up space in the gym. You're allowed to spend time there. You're paying for membership. So make sure you're getting familiar with the area. Not only do you want to find specific workouts to follow, but you also want to look up specific videos on how to perform the movements and what form is correct, okay? I'm going to talk about focusing on form a bit more later in this podcast, but you definitely don't want to just, you know, 
throw a plate on a bar and start to try to pick it up and throw it around, you will hurt yourself. So make sure you're looking up videos to find the right cues, the right form, what the do's and don'ts of the exercise is right, and make sure you're doing them safely. Not just this, you can always do your own research on your own time or while you're at the gym. Also, by the way, even when you're at the gym, if you don't understand how to use a machine or what to do with a free weight, you can look up videos right there. You can go into the locker room, you could sit yourself down and you know, be like, how do I use the leg press machine? How do I use X machine? How, would, how do I use dumbbells? Things like that. You can always take a step back and look up form. If you don't want to look up videos on your own, you are more than welcome to ask the staff or the trainers at your gym for help, okay? I know most of the front desk staff are just sitting there, probably bored, sitting on their phones. They're more than happy to help you. I know for me, working front desk at my gym, I have had plenty of members come up to me and ask how to use machines, and I am always more than happy to show them because that means that they're interested in improving on themselves, right? They want to focus on personal growth. They want to learn new things, and it's not embarrassing. It's honestly very impressive because it's a very difficult thing for a lot of people to ask for help, and especially in a public environment where you might feel a little bit, a little bit nervous or self-conscious, asking for help is very brave and I think that's shows that you're taking yourself seriously and that you care about learning you know so I think that's very cool so don't be afraid to ask the staff and trainers for help at all if you're still easing into it and maybe you're not as open to asking professionals for help bring a friend to the gym bring a friend who can show you what to do right bring someone who knows what they're doing I know for me, when I was first getting into my gym and fitness journey, back when I started at the rec center at my school, my roommate brought me and showed me a couple things. And then when I was ready to start easing more into like free weights and barbell work and really get serious into lifting, my current boyfriend, he, um, when I first met him, he was bringing me to the gym and he was showing me all these workouts. So if you need someone that's, you know, going to hold your hand a little bit and show you the ropes and get you comfortable that is absolutely okay. Anything that's going to make you comfortable and help like take care of yourself and improve, that's a good thing, right? So if you do need to bring a friend, even if that friend is just as clueless as you are and it, you feel more comfortable trying new things with company, great. Bring someone if it helps you. Also, my last tip on starting is remember that absolutely no one there is paying attention to you. No one is judging you. No one is staring at you. No one is paying any attention, okay? No one's looking at you. I know this is something that I definitely struggled with a lot when I was first starting off at the gym. I remember looking around feeling like everyone's eyes were on me. I was thinking to myself, oh my god, they know I'm a beginner. They know I don't know what I'm doing. They know that I'm feeling stupid right now. None of that is true. Everyone is at the gym because they wanted to go to the gym to work on themselves. No one is buying a monthly gym membership to sit there and stare at you and judge you, okay? <laughs> and like, even, even for some odd reason, if someone decided to do that, which I can't fathom someone doing, that says so much more about them than it should about you, and you should not pay any attention to them or let you get to, or let them rather get to you. I remember when I first started working out again at the rec center, I only stuck to the elliptical. And one day I was like, I'm going to try the Stairmaster. So 
I stepped right onto the stairs, I looked at the little control panel, and I stepped right off and I went back to my dorm. And it's because I was so scared that I was going to press the wrong button or, like, not know what speed to put it at or something silly. And I was afraid people were just going to, like, somehow know. Which is so irrational and such a stupid thought for me to have because genuinely no one is paying attention. If anything, everyone is so caught up in themselves that they have, like, blinders next to their eyes, right? Like, I know for me, the only time I'm ever looking at someone in the gym is if I'm impressed by their weight that they're moving. I have never once looked at someone else and been like, oh, they look so stupid. They're definitely a beginner. Like, and I don't know anyone else that's had that thought either. So no one, no one, no one is paying attention to you. All right. So those are a couple tips on starting off, you know, how to find a gym, how you should feel going into the gym. Now let's shift gears and I'm going to talk to you guys about what to focus on once you're there. Okay. So you're starting your exercises, you're getting into a bit of routine, what should you be focusing on? Number one, as I mentioned earlier, form, form, form. This can be very overlooked as with beginners, but it is so fucking important, you guys. If you have bad form on a lift, that is very dangerous, you will injure yourself. That is honestly why most lifters have knee pain or they have tight hips or they have lower back pain or they have you know shoulder rotation issues rotator cuff issues it's all because when they first started off they were not prioritizing their form and i could say that is why i have lower back issues because i was so focused on i want to up the weight i want to up the weight because it fed my ego and then only after six months of weightlifting i was trying to pull a 205 deadlift my back was rounded as hell and I hurt my lower back because if, if you're unexperienced and you don't know what you're doing, you don't know what muscles to properly engage, the wrong muscles are going to take over and you're going to end up hurting yourself. So before you focus on, you know, grabbing those 50 pound dumbbells or putting a plate onto the bar or loading up plates on the leg press, whatever it is, first take a step back, stick with the light weight for a couple months, you know, even though you might feel oh, like you could do so much more. Or, you know, you want to feed your ego and start pushing yourself and go crazy. It is very important to ease into it, okay? So you really want to perfect your form on these lifts before you hurt yourself. Because it won't be worth it and that's going to just take you 10 steps backwards and you're not going to be able to make progress as quickly when you're hurt. What you should also focus on is definitely your intention and your mind space and your mindset when you're lifting, alright? So... It is very easy to just walk into the gym, throw a weight up and down a couple times and walk out and just not think about it. That isn't, you're not really getting any bang for your buck when you do that, right? So when you go into your lift, you really want to put yourself in the right mind space. You want to say, I'm here to lift. I'm tuning everything else out. I'm not going to be touching my phone. I'm not going to be thinking about homework or work or problems with my friends, whatever it is. You are there to get in a workout. You're there to lift weights, okay? When you enter that gym, let your mind quiet down and really focus on your intention during that lift. You might have heard the phrase mind-muscle connection getting thrown around a lot. Basically, that just means you really want to focus on feeling what muscle is being used during your lift. So when you're doing RDLs, for example, you're focusing all of your mindset on your hamstrings, okay? 
You're not thinking about texting your boyfriend. You're not thinking about what you're eating later. You are focusing on engaging those muscles. So like I said, this is very intentional. You want to be intentional with your lifts because that's how you're going to make that progress. And that's also how you're going to build a relationship with being in tune with your body, which is going to not only help you in the gym, but you're also going to understand yourself a lot more in other areas. Once you start to get to a feel of how your body is supposed to feel, then you'll realize more, oh, I feel like this because I didn't eat enough. I feel like this because I had too much caffeine or I didn't get enough sleep. And you'll be able to create a lot better habits for yourself and catch things prematurely when you are more in tune with your body. Something else that I feel like is a huge focus that not a lot of people always talk about in the gym, but finding a routine for yourself, right? Routines are important in every aspect of life. I have my post-shower routine, I have my morning routine, my night routine. I have routines for like just about everything in my life, if I'm being honest, but finding a routine for the gym is especially important because that's how you're going to stay consistent and that's how it's going to become a part of your lifestyle, not just a little fad, right? When I say you need to focus on creating a routine, I mean, think about what days of the week you're going to the gym. What times in the day are you going to work out? How long are you working out for? Are you going to add cardio into that workout? Are you going to do stretching before or after? Are you going to do core work after your workout? You want to establish this routine, like I said, so you can make this a consistent habit. If you just don't go in with a plan and you're like, oh, we'll just go whenever I have time or I'll go when I feel like it, then it's not going to it's not going to get done, period. And it's not going to stick with you, right? But if you say, okay, Monday through Friday, I'll go to the gym and I'll take weekends off and I'm going to go at 3 p.m. every day because that's when class ends and I'm going to go for two hours because then I can make dinner right after. If you have a plan, you are that much more likely to do it. So something that I do is, well, it's easy for me because I do work at my gym, so I usually just work out right after my shifts. But on the days that I'm not working out, I try to get my lift in earlier like the earlier the better honestly because it's easy to get it out of the way first thing in the morning and then go along with your day it's also a great way to start your day if I'm being honest it energizes you it boosts those feel-good hormones you get moving right like right when you wake up and as we know with with science a body that's in motion stays in motion so and that's true for us too I don't know if you've ever experienced this but let's say you wake up two hours later than normal On days that I sleep in, I find myself a lot less productive because I was so immobile in the beginning of my day. But on days where I feel like I got a workout right at 9 a.m., I'm so much more active and productive because I got the ball rolling, right? So again, that's the importance of routine because it's going to make you stick with it. And then once you find a good gym routine, I feel like your days end up being more productive as well and you find yourself better with time management because you're fitting in another hour activity in your days and you need to work around that. Another thing that's really important to focus on is starting slow, okay? I know when we're motivated and when we're in the mindset of being eager to start, it is really easy to do the most, right? When we're motivated and, you know, it's January 1st and we're ready to crush our New Year's resolutions, we're like, yeah, I'm going to go to the gym for two and a half hours every single day of the week, seven days, 
no rest days, no breaks, I'm going to do it all. Those are the people with that all or nothing mentality that end up falling off just as quickly. And I was actually having a, um, I actually had a client yesterday who he was saying this to me that the reason why he never really found a consistent gym routine for himself is because he had that all or nothing mentality. And he understood that something he needs to work on is finding that balance. So you can't start all at once, okay? Even if you feel super eager and motivated, you need to force yourself to take it slow because if you put all of your energy out at once, then you're just going to deplete it and you're not going to find any motivation to keep going. But if you kind of mitigate that and you say, no, I'm going to start with only two days a week or only three days a week or only 30 minutes at a time and you gradually get into it, you are going to, you will like have such a higher rate of sticking to it. I promise you. I, I'm guilty of this too sometimes with certain things in my life. There are definitely times, for example, like this week where I'm on this huge cooking kick. I'm sure next week I'm not going to make dinner home cooked like that every single night in the row, in a row. Why? Because, you know, I'm having my little burst of inspiration and then I'm going to lose it. But that's a, that's a little silly example, just cooking, but it really applies to the gym, right? I really notice that people that have like that month or two month burst of, I'm going to go all the time, they, they lose steam very quickly. So start slow, find that balance, find that routine, ease into it, and you can always build, okay? It is a lot easier to add more into your routine when you're so eager to do it than to take some away when you're already starting to feel burnt out, right? And with that, start simple and start basic. Don't overwhelm yourself with any crazy splits or routines. Don't overwhelm yourself with these crazy unique exercises you're seeing online. Keep it simple, keep it basic. Like I said, focus on form and don't stress yourself out. Don't overcomplicate things. Even if you start looking, doing research online and you're like, oh my God, I need to start dry scooping pre-workout and buying all these supplements and what's creatine and what kind of whey protein should I buy and oh my god what's what kind of workout classes should I sign up for take a step back just by starting and just by getting yourself to a gym that is a very strong first step all of the other little things that play into it you know the little supplements that might add to your health or those other little things you can add to routine those will all come later there's no rush, you know, they'll always be there, but just start by focusing on getting yourself there, okay? Again, it's the same thing as trying to do everything at once, jumping into it too quickly. Um, I just lost my train of thought when I was reading my notes, but, um, excuse me. Again, if you jump into it too quickly, then you're just going to overwhelm yourself. You're going to say, this is too complicated. This is too hard. I can't do it. And you're going to want to quit. All right, now that we have how to start getting into the gym, what to focus on, I'm going to give you some workout and split ideas, okay? So the easiest split that we all know is the bro split, which is basically push-pull legs. So push is your chest, your tries, your triceps, excuse me, and your shoulders, okay? So these are all generally movements where you're pushing away from your body, right? Shoulder presses, you're pushing them away. Chest press, you push it away. And then pull is back and buys or biceps, okay? So that's with like 
a row you're pulling towards you a bicep curl is coming towards your body so hence the push pull split right so that's dividing your upper body and then of course the third day for the split legs you can just do a full leg workout glutes quads hammies um calves there's a bunch of different split ideas if you're only starting with two days you could do upper body lower body maybe if you're doing three you can just do three full body days and then once you get into it more you can get creative with mixing muscle groups around maybe you want a day for only shoulders maybe you realize you like hitting chest and biceps antagonistic muscle groups better you can kind of get a feel for it that way but I would start with a basic upper lower or push pull legs personally to start just because it's the simplest and it's easy to follow with your workouts too you also want to make sure you're incorporating the three main compounds okay these are deadlifts squats and bench press some people like to add in military press as, re as well which is a shoulder press um you i think that's obviously something you should always incorporate anyway whether or not you want to include it as a main compound but really focus on those three main compounds okay a lot of people are going to try to tell you that those aren't necessary but deadlifts are amazing for your posterior chain they also give a really good thickness to your back squats are just amazing for hypertrophy in every muscle in your leg and then the bench press again too is just an amazing chest and delt workout right some triceps in there too so a compound lift basically means when it is working multiple muscle groups at once you really want to focus on these because again they're going to build that overall strength for you they're great for your central nervous system and it just has a full body effect you can also start to experiment with different tools and toys in the gym there's barbells, dumbbells, there's machines, kettlebells, cables, those TRX bands, etc., etc. There is so much different equipment to play with, and you can experiment with all of those. Find what you love, okay? Personally, I am someone who does not like working with kettlebells. I prefer barbells, dumbbells, and cables. That's cool. Then there's other people that prefer using the TRX, right? Or they like the sled the um yeah the sled push a bit more or they strictly like using machines whatever works for you and whatever is going to get you moving and get you lifting weights if you love it you're going to stick with it okay once you start getting comfortable with the three main compounds you found you know that you like the free weights better or maybe the machines so be it then you can start getting um adding variants to those staples okay you can get into tempo work, you can do pauses, drop sets, supersets, pyramid sets, all these different variants that really add a lot to your lifts, okay? So instead of doing all these crazy different movements that you're seeing as trends online, just add variants to your staples. That is all you need, right? So I'm going to end this podcast episode with, I'm just going to list off a couple exercise options um, based on each body part, okay, so or muscle group, excuse me. So if you're feeling like you're stuck and you're like, I have no idea what I should do for triceps or chest or back, so be it, I'm going to give you some ideas. So let's start with chest, okay? I'm going to start with a push day. So with chest, some great options are bench press and again, you can use dumbbells, you can use the barbell, you can use a machine if you would like, any form of bench press. Then there's the incline bench, that that works your front delts more, or your um, 
yeah, a little bit of your front delts and um, a little bit of shoulder work. It's going to get your upper chest. Then there's also the decline bench. That's great too. This one isn't as popular and not everyone likes it, but it's just a matter of, you know, what you like, what feels comfortable for you. And then there's also chest flies, okay? So you can use cables, you can use dumbbells, you can do this on an incline bench, standing up, flat bench, so be it. Those are a couple ideas for chest. And I'm not listing off, obviously, every workout in the world. I just wanted to give you guys, like, kind of four workouts for each muscle group, okay? Now, getting into shoulders, as I mentioned, there's the shoulder press, or as some people call it, the overhead press or the military press. There's also dumbbell lateral raises or front raises. You can also do these with cables. And I'm not going too in-depth on very specifically how to perform these movements, but these you can definitely look up online. Again, you can also check my Instagram page out to see how they're done. There's upright rows for shoulders. And then I like to group rear delts in with shoulders sometimes. I'd hit them on both my back days and my shoulder days, but um, rear delt flies or um, cable rope face pulls. Those are good too. Moving into triceps, we have cable tricep pushdowns, dumbbell or easy bar, um, yeah, easy bar skull crushers. We have dumbbell tricep kickbacks. These aren't really a favorite of mine. I don't feel them the best, but I know some people definitely prefer them. And then there's also overhead dumbbell extensions. Moving into a pull day, back and buys. So starting with back, as I mentioned, there's deadlifts. There's also bent over rows. That There's a ton of variations with those. You can do a ton of variations of mid rows, whether it be with um, a machine or cables. Lat pull downs. These are an absolute favorite. Great for, you know, your upper back and your lat growth. And then there's also high rows, which I really enjoy too. Moving into biceps, of course, just a ton of different curls varieties. So there's bicep curls, hammer curls, zotman curls, preacher curls. You can use dumbbells, cables, bands, so be it. There's a ton of different ways you can train your biceps, spider curls, so many different movements here. Now moving on to legs. So a couple overall leg movements, like I said, you have squats. You have your leg press, and then there's also Bulgarian split squats where you can use a barbell or my preference is dumbbells. Moving into different muscles of the leg, for hamstrings you can do RDLs, again with literally any variation possible. There's good mornings. These are something I'm actually trying to get back into. I didn't really like them for a while, but I'm going to see how I like them again. You can do sumo squats, there's leg curls, and then a bunch of different machines. For quads, you can do sissy squats, leg extensions, goblet squats are a big favorite of mine, as well as heel elevated squats. Whenever you're putting most of your pressure in your toes, that's going to send it up towards the front of your leg, up to your quads. And then whenever you're focusing on pressing through your heels, it's going to focus more on your glutes and hammies, okay? Finally, calves. Honestly, the only thing you can do for calves are seated or standing calf raises, whether it be with you're holding a weight um, or you're doing a machine, it's it's always the same thing, just a calf raise. And on that note, I believe that is all that I have for you guys. So I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. I feel like I had a bunch of good tips for beginners. I really hope you gained something from this. Even if you aren't a beginner and you've been weightlifting for some time, maybe you just needed a little bit of extra advice. Maybe you needed a reminder to slow it down, take it easy, find that routine, find your form. 
stop the ego lifting. Maybe you get in your head sometimes about people looking at you and you wanted a little bit of a reminder that everyone's focusing on themselves. Maybe you just wanted workout ideas, right? So whoever you are, I hope you gained something from this episode and I will leave it at that. If you liked this episode, you can rate it a five star on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you are listening on Apple, you can also leave me a written review. If you want to find this podcast on Instagram, you can find it at interactive.podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at angelar.fit. You can find me on TikTok at angela.racine. And you can shop a bunch of my other links in my link tree that will be linked in the show notes of this show. I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will see you guys next Friday. Bye, guys.